Hi friend, I'm Tanya Gill. Welcome to Lighten Up and Unstuck Your What the Fuck. Together, we explore the ways through life's stickiest moments and how to live with more peace, joy, love, and gratitude. We're going to talk honestly about what isn't easy so you can discover the light within you that will carry you forward. My friend, this podcast is about you in real life, your body, mind, and soul, and the opportunity to not only live your best, but shine doing it. Another episode of Lighten Up and Unstuck Your What the Fuck, my friends. I'm so excited to have Caitlin McTavish back with us. Back again. Back again. I know. Back for more. <laughs> um, Caitlin, you um, have been a guest on the show before, and I'm so happy that you are back. And I'm happy that you are back for a couple of reasons. Um, the first reason is that I have had the pleasure of seeing so much incredible transformation and growth in you since even our last podcast. Um, and, and I'm very, very excited to share with our audience that you are in the process of finishing up your life coaching certificate and have been mentoring with me and will be joining my team and perfectly imperfect as a life coach oh my god you're part I'm of so it. excited i'm so excited i am so excited too because anyone who has the opportunity to get to know you will know that you are such an incredible inspiration such an incredible inspiration. And in September, we're actually going to be launching a program together, um, which is really interesting and has been an incredible work in process for a long time. Um, and some could say it's taken 48 years if we really <laughs> were to look at it. Um, but it's called Shine. And it's called Shine love yourself light. Caitlin, you've been a part of shine for a very long time. And uh, when you hear shine, love yourself light, what's the first thing you think about? I think about shine and I think about shining in my own life. And to me, shining is living authentically and loving my life for exactly what it is. I'm loving your life for exactly what it is. Now, when we I'm loving myself for exactly who I am. Who and loving yourself for exactly who you are. Now I, I got to ask this question because this is something I never expected would happen for me. But what I want to know is this. Can you say honestly, you love yourself? Yes. Very. Uh, and when I got to that point, it was a very tearful. You saw it. It happened in session. It was very tearful moment because it's been 26 years of not saying that honestly and never meaning it and I can honestly say I absolutely 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 do love myself I think that should be the new word absolutely I absolutely love myself I absolutely love myself coined it tm <laughs> right we should coin that tm tm it's on there it's a c we got a c 
It's a C. We're copywriting that shit. Done. When you say you absolutely love yourself, what does it mean though? I love myself for everything I am. I love myself in the hard moments. I love myself most in the hard moments because I've found a way to give myself grace and learn that those moments are hard for a reason. Those moments are hard to learn. They're hard to grow and they serve a purpose. Um, and I love myself on the good days too. And I celebrate the shit out of myself now. There's no more playing small. I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of where I've been and I'm damn proud of where I'm going. Fuck. Right? Amen, sister. Amen, sister. And, you know, I, I want to talk about um, an elephant in the room for some people, and that is weight. Because the truth is that um, a lot of people think that they can't love themselves because of their weight. Mm -hmm. And they think that if they can just control this one thing, this weight, right, this thing, this thing that the world tells them that they should have or be, whether it's based on BMI or whether it's based on social media or whether it's based in whatever it is, we think for some reason that we'll fix it all and we'll be able to love ourselves once we reach a certain fucking weight. I know mm -hmm. I lived there for a really long time. Mm -hmm. I lived there for a really long time. And you know, what's your relationship with weight, honestly? Well, it's definitely been a struggle for a really long time. And I've, I've been in that place as well. I'll, I'll do this when I've lost this much weight, or I'll feel better about myself when I've lost this much weight. I even had a little bit of that moment where, you know, like getting all this stuff together to work for Perfectly Imperfect, you know, needing photos. Well, I should lose. no. Absolutely not. My mindset has shifted so much since starting. And I will say that I've always gone into my 90 day journeys with a weight loss goal. I will also honestly say that I haven't hit that goal, but in each 90 days, I've realized it's never been about that number. I've also set a lot of feeling goals and I've hit every one of those. And those are so much more important to me. And I have learned that I am perfect exactly how I am. My body does what it needs to do. I can live my life fully. I am healthy. It doesn't matter what that number says. It matters how I can live my life. And I can live my life in the most excellent way right now. And I can look in the mirror and say, damn, like you're beautiful. You're wonderful. And I love you. That's a big fucking deal. That is a it big is. fucking deal. And Caitlin... You know, our, our listeners do not know where you started, but when you started, which is in an original, in a different podcast, but when you started just to give our listeners a little bit of perspective, how were you feeling about yourself legitimately? When I, when I started, I was so desperate to lose weight that I started this to lose weight and I've gained so, so much more since then it's unbelievable but I don't know like I just don't care anymore like I truly don't care 
I can put a number down and if I don't phase or if I don't get close to it or anything like that, it just doesn't phase me. I don't care. Like I legitimately do not care. I used to be obsessed with daily weighing myself. I used to be like before, way before we started, I would calorie track. I would never eat enough. I would work out so much. It was insane. It just is not worth it. It didn't bring me joy. It wasn't sustainable. It wasn't anything good for my mental health. It wasn't good for my relationship with food. Now when I move my body, I do it for joy. I dance. That's how I work out. I dance and I walk my dog and those things make me happy. And if I lose some weight along the way, excellent. And if I don't, that's fine too. Okay. So let's talk about food, right? Because, because this, you know, let, let's be really honest about it. Like there are a couple of things. The most important thing is that you are happy, that you are legitimately happy in your life, right? Mm -hmm. That is the most important thing. And then, you know, you talk about the rigidity around exercise and how it can become an obsession. And I totally understand how it is easy for those things to become obsessions. And I really do believe that when you move for joy or when you move, and I'm not saying that sometimes you can't, you, you know, your body really needs to move, but your mind is like, oh my God, I don't want to. Sometimes it's, it's a stretch. Sometimes it's not always fucking fun. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to remember that the joy is what you get afterward when you mm-hmm. have created that accomplishment. But also like, what's your relationship like with food? Because there was a time when everything in my world was obsessed with points or calories or proteins and carbohydrates and macronutrients and you know, um, mm-hmm. and it was like, and that rigidity was something that I think that that just almost creates a mistrust with our bodies and with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this program's helped me really tap into just listening to my hunger. And that's, what's been really important to me. Like before, you know, you're so rigid with how many calories you can have and then as soon as you know you pick a a cheat day which is just a terrible not a terrible mindset but it's not great and you just go crazy and just eat everything on that day and then you feel like crap and that just doesn't work when you actually just listen to your body and your body's hungry and you're like well body I'm gonna feed you some Oreos today instead and you just have those Oreos and when you're finished having those Oreos and you feel you know comfortably full you stop and it's fine. There's no punishment. You had your Oreos. You had them when you were hungry. You finished when you were not, when you were done being hungry and that's it. And you move on and it's fine. And there's no punishment for it because I think it takes away the label of good food and bad food. And it's just what fuels you. Food is just there to fuel you. It doesn't have to be good or bad. Mm-hmm. And, and the reality is, is I always talk about better, best, better or best, right? Good, better, mm-hmm. and best. Food we can say that there is bad food and we can say there is good food, but actually all food is really fucking good. Otherwise we wouldn't be putting it in our mouths. It either tastes good or it's good for us. So it's good. Mm -hmm. And so Oreos are a good food, right? They taste great. Fuck. Oh my God. When you rip them apart and lick the icing out and then they're awesome. They're also a textural delight in your mouth. They are good. Let's just call it what it is. Then there is a better food. So if you are, 
having Oreos rather than having the whole bag of Oreos, you could have two Oreos and be like, I still am hungry, but what's something better I could have with those Oreos? So maybe it's mm -hmm. a bowl of fruit. Yeah. Or, or you can say, you know what, these are my options. I can have Oreos, I can have Oreos and fruit, or I can have just the fruit. Mm -hmm. Right. But every single time when you give yourself the opportunity around choice, it's like, how am I loving myself in this moment? And sometimes I'm loving myself by fucking eating the Oreos mm -hmm. and letting it be what it is. It's not beating the shit out of yourself every time you have something, because then the next time it's another fucking free for all. Mm -hmm. right? Well, and I think that's the most important part, the not beating yourself up about it. It's just giving yourself grace because when you beat yourself up about it, you get into the mindset where I think it's easier to do it again. And I, I'm not sure why, but that's something in my brain. Like if I eat a thing of Oreos and beat myself up about it, then it just becomes a whole thing of, well, my day is already hooped for eating healthy. I might as well eat a bag of chips on top of it as well. Or I can just own the Oreos, call it a day, and then, you know, have a nice well-rounded meal for my next meal instead of a box of Oreos. <laughs> right. And ultimately, it's just about living your healthiest life, right? And that is about having harmony between what you're eating and how you're moving, and most importantly, how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and this is, you know, when we were talking about love yourself life, a big piece of it is, is that this program is not for women who are focused solely on weight loss, because weight loss, because I, I know if I focus solely on weight loss, I'm, I, I can be... I've done it. I've lost weight and been fucking miserable. I know mm -hmm. how to do that. It's about being able to own where you are in your life right now and say, oh my God, this is the truth of who and where I am. And this is what I want to create. And this is the intention that I'm putting into it and then breaking it down and showing up for yourself, honestly, every day. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you lose weight, great. If you don't lose weight, great. Because at the end of the day, all that fucking matters is how you feel about it all. Yep. Big time. I've gained so much peace and confidence and joy in my life since starting. Those have been, uh, you know, we pick our feelings every 90 days and those have been big ones for me. And those are ones that I've achieved. And those ones are so important to me, especially the peace. Like it's something that I've been able to carry through so much and it, it just, it's so peaceful. It is so peaceful. And sometimes we set out on a journey thinking that our goal is one thing and realize mm -hmm. that it is something different. Like you and I have talked about this in session and about how this past, because we do it in 90 day blocks for a reason. 90 day mm -hmm. blocks is really about a window of time that is about transformation. It takes mm -hmm. time. It takes that intention. And you thought that one of your big goals this time around was actually to lose weight mm -hmm. in a specific realm. And you realized partway through that wasn't actually the focus at all. Mm -hmm. it, it was about a lot of different areas of your life that you even said. And I remember when you said it, it was so beautiful because you were like, you know what I realized? It's actually not the weight this time around. It's these other pieces that are going to line me up to be ready for making that 
a piece that I may decide to add next time, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So next time you said it next time in the next 90 days, we'll, we'll see where we're going with that, with the weight piece. Then it's really important to me that people not see this as a weight loss program. Mm -hmm. And yet I want the people who want to lose weight to come to it mm -hmm. because I get that desire to lose weight so desperately. I get that feeling like I am trapped inside a body that doesn't serve me. I get that feeling of this is so fucking hard. And I, I remember waking up in the morning and obsessing over what to eat and how to like how I was going to get through the day and feel in control and like really hating myself right from the get-go every fucking day and thinking it was about my food and, and my movement and my body. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally, totally, totally get that. But also, like I said, I think you, you can a hundred percent go into that thinking that that's what it's about and coming out in 90 days and realizing oh no this time it was about you know gaining some peace and some joy and the next time we needed to gain a little bit of confidence this time around maybe some creativity it'll get there I know it's just it's so interesting I just want I just want I want women just to feel empowered I want them to be like this is my fucking light and I'm here to fucking shine it mm -hmm. you know I know what you mean. I don't know if that comes from weight loss though, because I feel like weight loss is something that if you're in a position that you feel like you need to lose weight, I feel like there's still so many things behind it. So I think the weight loss just kind of ends up being the cherry on top, but I don't think many people can come into it and not work on so many other things. You know what I mean? Like you can totally come into it and then accidentally become so much more happy or accidentally gain so much more clarity in sections of your life that you need it. I, yeah. And I think though, that we, what we do is we look for that external, we think, okay, if I could just be this weight, I could do this and this and this, or I would feel this and this and this. And the reality is, is that the various ways that I have lost weight and or gained weight over the years have always been or or the weight loss has always been so rigid right it's mm -hmm. always a diet right that concept of like literally I always felt like I was I had to become someone else and the truth is that in becoming myself I've worked on all these pieces and the weight has come with it because of the experience of actually fucking letting go of some shit mm -hmm. and being intentional. And like you said, like it's, it, it is about living your life right now. It's about what are your priorities here and now to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And like, what yeah. I, what I fucking find so inspiring about you is that there are so many things that are happening in your life. So many pieces, right? You're going to school, you're married, you have a dog, you have a, you have a family that you stay connected, well connected with. You have a full-time or almost full-time, more than full-time sometimes job. 
Like you've got all these pieces moving and you're still working on yourself with such commitment. Mm -hmm. And you're launching a business. Yes. But I think you've taught me that there's a really non-narcissistic way to put yourself first. And I found that, ooh, <laughs> that touches an emotional cord. <laughs> that putting myself first is really fucking important. And I've spent so many years putting myself last that now that I've gotten used to putting myself first and the feeling and how amazing it is, I don't care how much shit I have going on in my life. I will not stop and I will not go back. It becomes a non-negotiable. Yep. Yeah. Putting yourself first, has it meant, what, what does putting yourself first look like? It just means making space for myself. Like, it doesn't mean that if everybody in my household is having a meltdown that, oh, no, I need to walk away and it's me time. But I make time for me in a day. Like, some days, all I need is five minutes to journal, to whatever, um, do my plan and my assessment, go do yoga, go meditate. And sometimes I need more time than that. But I make that time intentionally now. And it's something that I really missed out on in my life because it's something that really refreshes my soul it makes me not a bitch <laughs> really it makes me happy and it's it regulates me and I can be a better wife I can be a better dog mom I can be a better friend and those are all proven when I take five minutes a day at minimum for myself because all of those relationships before and you know that we're all not thriving and then when I started putting time into myself, instead of that, they started to thrive. And I think that's really interesting because you think when, you know, your marriage is a little rocky, you need to pour all your energy into the marriage and fixing that. When really, I need to take some time for me. Hubby needed to take some time for him. And we come back together and it's magic. And And let's talk about that taking some time for you and taking some time for him because like... I have, I have recently had two different people tell me that the self-love adventure, the actual plan and assessment, we call it, but in reality, we call it a love letter to myself and a daily reflection with love. And mm -hmm. the love letter to myself is really like, Hey, you know what? Like the reason it's called the love letter to myself is because it really is. It's actually a series of lists. If we're being honest, it's not even a lot of journaling because it's, it's about efficiency and it's also about effectiveness. So mm -hmm. it's a series of lists, but this series of lists gives you an opportunity to create some direction mm -hmm. and exercise your gratitude muscle, right? And also yeah. check in with yourself. And the reflection is an opportunity to actually say, this day was not a fucking waste, Mm -hmm. In fact, it wasn't a fucking waste because I learned something. I did some things right. I'm thankful for some shit. And this is how I showed up for myself. And I'm worth it. If that's the only thing someone gives to themselves. And it's five on a hard day. It might be 10 if you decide you want to write more. But if, if it's five minutes of time. Mm -hmm. 
can that five minutes of time pen to paper actually make a difference? I mean, I'm not going to speak for myself. I'm going to speak for my husband because he started doing it. And yeah, it makes a damn difference. And he only takes five minutes. Okay. So this is the hilarious thing, right? Because you've been doing it for quite some time and it's, it's become something that's a part of you. And it's something that you recognize it's five minutes, but it makes a difference in your mindset and how you operate mind, body, and spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. And he was a lurker, right? And he, <laughs> he, he was, he was a lurker, right? So how did he lurk? He just, he noticed, he noticed the changes he noticed and he was jealous and he expressed it. He was jealous of how much it had shifted my life and how when I set a goal, I made the goal because I had daily reminders to get to that goal. And he was he was pretty jealous of that. So he lurked a lot about it. Like he never looked at my stuff, but he was always he was curious. He was judgmental, but not like, you know, he was just judgmental in the way oh, I could never do that. I could never sit down and do that every single day when I first offered it to him. He was like, yeah, well, maybe I'll do the weekly or just the monthly. I don't know. And then I was like, just try the daily for a week. I think he's, I want to say 50 days in and he's done the daily every single day. What have you noticed? So much. He's, you know what? And the thing that's really important to me, and I know it is for him too, he's become so much gentler to himself. And that makes such a difference because he's so hard on himself. And he's starting to give himself kindness as well. And that's so, so big and important. That's the thing. We can talk about what it does for us, right? But when we see the impact it has for others when they're doing it, especially when it comes to the grace and space and love that people give themselves. Like, that's why I call it the fucking self-love adventure. That's why I offer the self-love adventure as a self-guided journey, because it's like, you know what? It's time for you to give yourself some space and grace, right? Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of it is the space and grace of it. And then, and then you start to actually make some shit happen in your life. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing is, is you've recognized what it's done for you. And you've noticed how it's impacted your relationships in life in general. Now yeah. that he's doing it, you can see the impact it's having for him and how it's impacting his life and your life, mm -hmm. right? As a couple. And, and it's fucking five minutes a day. Yeah. And sometimes we do it together. And that like tickles my heart so pink. We went camping, I don't know, like a month ago. And we both brought our binders. We sat down at the picnic table before we went to go see our friends. We both did our reflection. We both did our plan together. And it was the first time we had ever done that, but we were both like, wow, that was really like, it was silent time, but it was a nice moment to spend together reflecting. And yeah, it was super quick, easy, and just started our day on such a good note. The thing that I remind myself on days when I feel like I don't want to do it, and just so we're clear, uh, there are some days I don't do it, um, but, oh. I, I, but I notice the void of it. Um, and sometimes I'm like, oh my God, do I really want to do this? And then I remind myself really like, do you like, is there real, what is the compelling reason you don't want to spend five minutes with yourself? Like, what the mm -hmm. fuck is that about? And then I remind myself, it's like, oh yeah, you know what? I am worth five minutes. Let's go do this and give myself that because then I know what I'm doing today. I have some intention 
I also get to drink in what's good in my life. Yes. And, and what we focus on is what we create. And that's the beautiful thing, right? The more we focus on what we want to create instead of holding on to what we fucking don't want, the more we move in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took that week off in I think the beginning of June when we all got together. Yeah, I missed it so much. It wasn't even funny. I was desperate to get back to my binder and start again. What did you what did you notice when you weren't doing it? I just fell down. Like there's something it's 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 not cheesy, but it's cheesy. Like there's something about everyday recognizing what you're grateful for and what you love about yourself. And I like also having a plan. Like I'm a plan lady. I like having a plan for the day. And also, not to mention, actually knowing what you're going to eat in a day is really freaking convenient instead of just standing in front of a fridge blankly. I really like that um but yeah I just like a plan and I like starting my day loving on myself and being grateful with for what's in my life and I like ending my day that way too when you have the opportunity and permission to love on yourself in a really simple way it it really you know and and that's the thing like it's the permission you have permission to sit down every day and write what you like about yourself Mm -hmm. and when you start doing it it's really fucking hard and then when you stop doing it, you miss it. Mm-hmm. You know what else is really funny? Uh, you said when you start, it's really hard. And that's something my husband experienced as well, is that he said he kept writing the same stuff over and over again. He goes, this is boring. Like, how am I going to stick with it? So then he started, he said he was forced to get creative and think of other things. So now he's got his list of whatever, 50 days times three a day of things that he loves himself. And I'm sure there's repeats, but now... Now that he's been forced to get creative so it's not boring, there's so many more things he's discovered he loves about himself and me as well. Like, it's it's just so good. Like, I've got 305 days, three per day of things I love about myself. That's a lot. That's incredible. That's incredible. Are you doing math? Yeah, that's 915 things I love about myself. I'm sure there's repeats, but there's still 915 times I've intentionally written down something I love about myself. And so let's just talk about the impact that that has. Every single time you identify one thing that you love about yourself, you have in your mind, you've identified it. In your hand, you have physically written it out. Your mind and your body there. And then your spirit has the opportunity to absorb that good shit and go, oh my God, we love me. We love me. And we do that three times right? And it might be just like, it sounds so simple, but we're breaking it right down. Like I often write, I am love and light. One of the things I love about myself is that I am love and light. And, mm-hmm. and I, I live that I, that is who I am. I am love and light and I own it. I write it down, but that's something I love about myself and something I reinforce just by writing it down. And then mm-hmm. I'm on to the next fucking thing. It's the impact that those little tiny, tiny things have on who you are and how you function in life that it's fucking transformational. Yeah, big time. 915 times you have loved on yourself. And you can now say to yourself, and it was before the 915th time that you were like, I love myself. It was around the 265th mark, I think. 
Okay. So that's also really interesting, right? So I think it's honest, right? It's honest. Like people think that, oh, does this mean I'm going to love myself instantly? No, it's a fucking practice. Mm -hmm. And, and it takes intention. It takes showing up consistently. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and unfortunately society gives us these messages that we're not allowed to love ourselves because we're fucking narcissists if we do. Right. Or we're selfish or it's egotistical or it's arrogant or it's like it goes on and on and on and you know loving yourself isn't to the exclusion of others loving yourself is actually taking it and being able to magnify it and share it more and more and more love does not have an end stop no no and like and we've talked about this before loving myself has given me more space to love my people. Truly, it has improved so many things. More space to love your people. How? Because when I show myself love, one, I I think when you show yourself love, it puts into the world what you want to receive. So that's really important. But also, like, it shows... It's just awesome. (laughs) But... When I love myself, I give myself space and my space for myself allows me to, you know, get myself in check and then have space for my people. And so there's, it just, it just gives room and gives room for more love. And like my husband has noticed, you know, when I spend a lot of time loving myself, I've got a lot more joy. And then that joy goes to my people and they feel more loved. I'm not shutting them down. I'm not pushing them off. I'm not, you know, make it quick, make it snappy. I have time again. And I've got space and room and love. It's not that it wasn't there before. I just didn't have the space or the ability to compute it, to show it, to give it. And that comes back to that concept of help, right? Honor, empathy, love, and presence, which Mm -hmm. we are copywriting, but honoring what you need and and what you need in order to be able to feel like you're taking care of yourself and showing up for yourself honoring mm-hmm. that also honoring that the past is really fucking hard and you know what you know what you want in the future and what direction you're going you've got to honor that empathy is like it's not always fucking easy and it's still worth it and oh my god i deal with a lot of shitty things in the past, I've dealt with them, and sometimes they still show up right fucking now. Mm-hmm. Empathy is that piece of like really accepting and holding space for yourself gently. Mm-hmm. The love part, like fuck, man, we talk about that all the time. This whole podcast has been about it, right? And then the presence piece comes from all of that, and that's the presence for yourself, but it's also the presence you describe in the way you love up on others, right? Mm -hmm. Not all up in your fucking head when you're with those people, you can actually be present with them. Mm -hmm. And it's all infinite. No end stop, no beginning stop. It's just one big, I'm taking care of me and passing it out to you and you're passing it back to me and we're having a big old party. (laughs) Big old love fest. A big old love fest. And my message is is always going to be so clear you are fucking beautiful period end stop 
I lived in a world of fat shaming mm-hmm. and, and, and I want to make it very, very clear that I will always consider myself a big girl because in my heart, I'm a big girl and physically, I still feel like a big girl. Mm-hmm. And, and the truth is that big girls have a different experience in life as in how they have been treated and as in how they treat themselves because of all the external shit yep big time and that we are all fucking beautiful and we are all fucking powerful and you better never fucking think that just because i'm a big girl i'm gonna drop of a heart attack and i'm not fit absolutely oh that drives me crazy just because you are big does not mean you are not healthy And it does not mean you're not living your best life. And it does not mean you're not living your best life. First of all, we love you. We absolutely fucking love you. So if you've been having issues with your body, if you think your ankles are too thick or your hips are too flabby or your ass is too flat or your arms are too, like, check out these fucking wings. We're going to- Hey, (laughs) if I had my sweater off, you would absolutely, same thing. But you know what's under there? There's some muscle. And you know what those muscles do? They get me through life. And that's what fucking matters. Yep. That's all that matters. It's all that matters. Living your life fucking juicy with some intention and some fun and enjoying it. Right? Yeah. Amen. Preach it. Preach it, sister. Preach it. Preach it. Preach it. 100%. It's just a skin suit. It doesn't come with us when we die. It's our soul that's important. And that's the biggest thing, right? Like make sure your soul is well. Make sure your soul is healthy. Make sure your soul is happy. Who cares? So that's a really funny thing too, because the process of arriving, which I know I never will fucking arrive, because really when you know, I, my arrival will be when I take my last breath, my arrival will be, and I have no idea what will happen after that, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty cool. Right. Like I think death is going to be cool. Maybe not that I hope it's cool, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Reality is, is between that last breath and right fucking now, all I have is the breaths. And then what I choose to do with my mind and my body in order to nurture my spirit to that last breath. I used to think it was all about what I could control outside of me to try and look a certain way in my body, to try and feel a certain way. And all of that shit just made life too fucking complicated and confusing. Mm -hmm. And it's like the reverse. It's like, oh my God, what do I want in my soul? And how do I want to treat my body? And how is all of that going to impact what's happening around me? And how good can I fucking make it yeah. in the skin suit that I'm in today? Not the skin suit that I'm going to be down the road. Yeah. Right. Well, and I feel like once every, everything aligns, once your mental health and your soul and all of that is in tune, I think your body follows naturally when you're happier and you're healthier and you have more joy. I feel like, you feel you feel lighter and then you want to move your body and you want to do more things and it's all it all comes together just for your best life it it all 
it is all together. It is just a skin suit, but it will follow. I think the inside work is the most important work and it has to happen first, but your body will follow. And most people want to just change the body and don't want to do the inside work. Mm -hmm. The inside work might be recognizing what you've been doing that doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. <laughs> and that might mean, and what happens is we then move into that place of fear of deja. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? I already know the shit that's going wrong. I don't want to focus on that. You're right. But you know what? Until you recognize what's not working, you can't say, this is what I don't want anymore. And this is what I do want. And then starting to let go of what you don't want and letting go of what you don't want and focusing on what you do want and working with Deja, that fucking inner critic who's got all the bullshit stories. And when you work on that, it follows and mm -hmm. it follows. Yeah. It all comes together. It totally comes together. Now, Miss Caitlin, um, I absolutely love our time together. And I know that you're going to be on the show again soon. Um, and I also know that people are going to be getting to know you inside the collective and inside our shine group that is coming up Ooh, now. So excited! It is so, so exciting. Um, you will also have um, your own spot on the Perfectly Imperfect web page coming up. All of these things are coming. And so I'm just planting seeds that people right now need to get to know you a little bit better. So how can they find you and start following the amazing Caitlin McTavish? Right now, I'm just on Instagram, situated in sunshine. Situated in sunshine. Caitlin McTavish is on Instagram with situated in sunshine. And you guys, you have to follow her. You have to follow her. She's fucking amazing. You have to follow her. Actually, I'm inviting you to because the truth is like she's got some great inspiration. She's a beautiful soul. Um, and if you are interested in our program that is going to be launching in September called Shine, Love Yourself Light. What I haven't told you about Shine, Love Yourself Light is that there is an invisible comma in that title. And that invisible comma is the pause. In the program, you're going to have the opportunity to insert that pause where the title Love Yourself Light transforms into Love Yourself Light. Because the truth is that when you arrive at that place in that pause, you'll recognize that it's all about loving yourself and seeing the light that you are. I hope you'll join us. If you want more information, please direct message either Caitlin or myself on our socials or shoot us an email. I am Tanya at perfectlyimperfect.wtf. Caitlin, what's your email? Caitlin at perfectlyimperfect.wtf. Caitlin at perfectlyimperfect.wtf. Oh, though. <laughs> Caitlin is C-A-I-T-L-I-N. So Caitlin or Tanya at perfectlyimperfect.wtf. You can get in touch with us to find out more about the Shine program. Um, however, if you're listening to this at any other time, in any other place, or any other space, 
please remember you are loved. You are beautiful. You are fucking special. You are important. And you deserve to live the life that you want to fucking live. Period. And stop. Caitlin, do you have any closing message for our listeners? I think my closing me- message would just be it is so worth it. It is so worth it. It's just so worth it. It's so worth it. Thank you, my love. My friends, thank you so much for joining Caitlin and I in this cool little conversation about your inner light and about how amazing it is that we live in a world where we can shine our light and live our best life. From my heart to yours, from Caitlin McTavish and Tanya Gill, until next time, we love you. Go ahead and shine, sister. Mwah. Mwah. Thanks for joining me today, my friend. If you're struggling through your own what the F moments and are ready for a more heart-centered and loving way forward, it is within you. It's time for a self-love adventure. Head on over to perfectlyimperfect.wtf for everything you need, including an amazing community, the collective. Beautiful humans on the same self-love adventure. If what you heard today spoke to you, please leave some love with a review. And don't forget to share this with a friend or 10. I hope to see you on the inside.